Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alford All. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant as uh, we break down Week 12 uh, in the NFL and uh, Miami Dolphins back in the win column. Uh, very interesting week as uh, the Dolphins beat the Jets 20 to three. They go to seven and four. Uh, they still stay one game back of the Buffalo Bills in that division, but they stay right on them. Um, and uh, they put themselves in the playoff picture uh, again, um, which, uh, you know, makes for a very interesting uh, last five games of the season. So um, Fitzpatrick uh, starts over the injured uh, Tugavaloa as he hurt his thumb, did not play, so Fitz gets in there. He goes 24 for 39, 257 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, which is the uh, – which is always the big number when it comes to Fitzpatrick. Um, played uh, played well enough to win. Didn't have one of his great games, I don't believe. But uh, but again, playing the Jets, you're able to get away with some mistakes, and they did what they had to do. Um, running back uh, almost by committee with all the injuries that they have. Uh, Matt Breida, you might say, kind of earned his his spot on this team, or earned earned his mark with this team for the year. Um, filling in uh, for uh, the injured Ahmad, and uh, obviously um, the 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 injuries at the running back position, you, you know, are very strong. Uh, so he fills in for there, and uh, you got um, the Miles Gaskin, who's still out, who I guess by committee had became the starting running back for a stretch, and uh, Malcolm Perry also a little bit there, and he winds up getting injured, so now he's out. I don't know the status there. Rich might have an update on that. Um, so uh, strange as far as that goes. And then uh, they have um, DeAndre Washington, who actually has the most yards running. They, they plug in there, um, and he has uh, 49 yards on 13 carries. So uh, the running back situation, not great. You're able to get away with it there. We're going to discuss it a little bit more as far as what that means moving forward. Um, should mention Lard. He also had, uh, or Patrick Laird, however you say it, uh, had, had the fumble, which could have been big. They were able to recover uh, from that mistake. And Devontae Parker, another big game, 119 yards. Uh, so uh, very interesting, you know, how this is kind of all going. Now the Dolphins and the Jets are all-time tied. Uh, you know, they played 111 games. They're 55-55-1. So that, that's a pretty interesting stat um, right there in itself. So uh, without further ado, you know, Rich, uh, we're talking about the Dolphin-Jets rivalry, and obviously that, that's, that's a, a major thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, to play 111 games and to come out 55-55-1, and, and by the way, Rich, I know the one. I remember it. I don't know if you do, but I remember it. Uh, you remember the tie? Pretty, pretty, yes, I don't remember. I do. Yeah. yeah, you don't remember it. I I didn't say which what it was because I figured you might have remembered it and had a story, but I, I'm pretty sure it was 1980 because I remember getting really aggravated at watching the game and it ended in a tie and it really bothered me. And I'm pretty sure it was 1980. Could have been 81, but I think it was. The only memory I have about like 80s, like that, like early 80s, is that stupid Silent Bowl. Remember that one? Well, no that was the no-announcer game. Yes, yes, and, I, and yeah, I'm thinking no, that, stupid. yeah, uh, yeah, and I'm thinking that uh, uh, it was one of those games. It might have, was it that game? Was it that game? Um, you know, it could have been. It, it may have been. 
mean, that was just, I just remember being so aggravated trying to watch that thing, you know? You didn't like it. Right? It was kind of weird. No, just, but, uh, like, and I'm not a big announcing fan. You know that. I mean, I hate more of these guys than I like. Yeah, yeah, know? that's why. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem watching a game now when it went out of But I remember back then it was just so annoying, you know? Like, he had the, they wouldn't even tell you what the penalties were or anything. You know what I'm saying? It was just like the refs weren't mic'd up, you know? So it was it was very, very annoying. Yeah, it was a very strange, uh, you know, experiment to yeah. say the least. They, and what were they trying to do? Just cut the salaries? Or why? What was the reason you know, for that? Was, I remember how much they big, had. You know, there was, a, there was a lot of anti-Cosell thing going on then. You know yeah. What I mean? That was a big narrative. Everybody was sick of Howard Cosell's act on Monday Night Football. So I guess NBC came up with the, the silent ball. And, and, yeah, they were going to try to, like, you know, get away with not having any announcers because that's what, that's what everybody said they wanted. But the way they pulled it off was just horrible. It was, it was yeah. beyond belief how bad it was. And I remember hearing you know, the look, Orange Bowl uh, announcer. I'm, 13, you know, I'm 14 years old at the time, and it was, it was aggravating, you know? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing the Orange Bowl announcer, and obviously, uh, uh, you know, um, hearing that, you recognize that. Uh, at that time, yeah. 1980, I had not been to the Orange Bowl to watch a game yet, I don't believe. I believe, you know, my first game came uh, two years after that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'm, th- I'm thinking uh, it might be in 1981, actually. I think it's 81 where they tied because I remember tied. then yeah. really, yeah, because I remember they didn't make the playoffs in 80 uh, after making it in 79. And then in 81, they obviously had a really good team. And I remember we getting so aggravated at that tie which, uh, you know, ultimately the Dolphins did get the home game and play the Epic in Miami, but, um, you know, you know how ties are. They're just the worst. Oh, yeah. It's worst, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, Dolphins beat the Jets. Uh, the stat that you're really going to like here, Rich, and I dug it up for you before the show. The Dolphins, <laughs> okay, the Dolphins are the first team since 2009 to hold a division opponent to only three points in two games. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. See that, buddy? I'm always yeah, looking out good. for you. You yeah, like that yeah, one, that's huh? That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It couldn't happen against a better team either. You know, it just <laughs> yeah. seems like the whole universe is back on its right axis, you know, when the Jets stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. When they're good, something's off. There's no doubt yeah, about it. Something's wrong with the whole universe, yeah. You know, when, when they're in, we're in, we're in disarray and this dismal disarray at this point with no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, you hope no light. I'm still concerned. I really don't want Trevor Lawrence coming here. I really don't want him. To, I, I but, think Joe Burrow's uh, getting caught off the field last week was the end of that thing never happening. And I think he why you think he won't come out? There. So you think, think if they have no one pick, he won't come out? I think there's a good possibility. That he wants to come back next year, win the Heisman, win the national championship. I think that's that's option number one. Option number two is that he just pulls an Elway or an Eli Manning and just tells them right away, "I'm not I'm not playing for you. So don't bother drafting me." Right. There's also uh, 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 they they brought up another name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. We both know who it was that decided not to come out, and then he wound up getting hurt and having an awful senior year, and it really messed up his stock value. He wound up going to I forgot what team it was, but uh, it, it didn't end pretty for him in his NFL career. It kind of was destroyed because of it. Um, so it could go both ways. I do remember Peyton Manning not going out, not coming out and, and staying, you know, to do that. And then I think he yep. didn't win the Heisman in his senior year. He won it in his junior year, but no. I don't think he won it in the senior year. Right. And uh, obviously, when so he did it that way. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's up in the air, and we'll see how it all plays out. Um, Remember, he missed you know, three Jackson, games this year, so he may feel that there's un, un, you know, there's there's business that wasn't completed here, you know. Could possible, yeah. Because there's a possibility looks, they don't make the they don't make the playoffs in college. With with their one yeah. loss, may screw them. Yeah, so that they have a chance of not making the playoffs. Of, like you know, and obviously the best team in in, in uh, college, you know, when they're healthy. But when you know that game that he missed, when they lost to Notre Dame that late game, that may that may take him out of the college football playoffs. If three teams yeah. win out, they're not going to be in the playoffs, which the world right. will go bonkers over that. 
Yeah, it could happen. It definitely could happen. So we'll see. I know Notre Dame, uh, you know, is uh, in that mix. And, and, you know, Alabama always going to be, you know, a a team that's in there as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, those four spots do fill up, right? So it should be be interesting. Interesting to see how it does play out. You know, as I'm watching this uh, Jet game, you know, uh, you know what pops in my the first thing that pops in my mind is how wrong you were about Mike Kosecki. <laughs> I think uh, you should come clean on this now. <laughs> this this well, he didn't show me crap. He looked. This, you gotta admit, his first year looked like another butte. Another, yeah. he looked like another Tannebaum freaking you know pipe bomb. You know, it had moments. But yeah, it he's, had moments. He's much though. better than we thought. Yeah. Now he, 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 oh, son, son, son. We, we, I heard a we in there. That sounds plural. I don't remember oh, being on. Like the, 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 you did, you no, did, there was no like in this guy in the beginning. I wouldn't say that. I don't think I ever had a detrimental thing to say about Mike Kosecki. I don't think I had anything negative to say about this man. Well, well, was, I'm was, not jumping. positive to say about him either. I mean, you were well, going to be honest. I mean, he looked like a freaking bust in the beginning. He didn't do anything. I don't know about that. He had a he had, uh, uh, he had an uh, rookie year, and and he's certainly come along to now where he's one of the type to top top. Well, this, this is, he definitely football. turned the corner this year, but the second and third. You know, I mean, this is his fourth year, right? Now, he had a good year last year too. Had yeah, a very good, good year last year. Yeah. Yeah. He had a very but good yeah, year last year, Rich. I I was wrong about him. I'll give you that, and then I don't say that. Much. You have a you have a funny way of saying it. It took you long enough to say it out of that ten minute soliloquy you just gave. Yeah, but yeah. there was nothing to like in the beginning. It wasn't like I was picking on the guy. The guy wasn't performing in the beginning. He wasn't living up to yeah. a first round pick on the tight end. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think he had as bad a year as you his rookie year as you say. Yeah, he had some moments in there, um, you know. But you know, I, I listen. The guy has really turned out to be a nice tight end. Yes, he, very he really has. And, I'll tell you uh, something. Who we're missing right now? We're really missing uh, Preston Williams right now. And the, the number two slot is is pretty brutal. I mean, you know, if Devontae wasn't playing so well, we'd be in a lot of trouble. We really need a, a number two receiver right now. I hope I hope Preston can get back shortly because uh, it's a huge gap. Well, I, I, you know, I think it's a huge gap in, in you know, in, in just in the sense that, you know, they've had other guys go down too, Rich. So it's not just that number that, two that's missing. Yeah, yeah but, in the, but you know what I'm saying? We don't have a solid number two. Even when, you know, even when, he, you know, if everybody was healthy, there's not a solid number two guy in there that can step in. It's a, it's a glaring well, issue. Well, according to you, you had the answer. Antonio Callaway has played a second game. What's the problem? I saw his second. I saw his second catch What's yesterday. The I problem? What's the problem? I, look, you I was you. never Mr. Antonio Callaway. I just said the way they talked about him and act like they were burying Jerry Rice on the practice squad. Okay? That's my point. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that, you know, there are issues there, but, I, I, I again, I think it's kind of, like, accentuated now because of, uh, you know, the injuries that have been coming, you know, more and more. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly an area that you're going to try to upgrade, um, I guess, in the off season, one way or another. You're going to try to add to that receiving core, I would think, yeah. even with a healthy Preston Williams. I would think that, you know, and there's we, certainly – we need, and we, Yeah, it would be nice to get a, like a, a better running back, too. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that the running back situation is by committee, and it's it needs to be upgraded. At, yeah. You know, there's no doubt about that. And when you have That's a committee, a, you don't have one. You know that as well as I do. Well, the game has changed, though, Rich. It, but listen, though, yes, it yes, has yes, changed. When, though. You're, when you're rotating five of them, it's you got issues. Yeah, five, yeah, absolutely. But it has changed, though. It's not like it yeah. was. But if you don't have a Derrick Henry per se, you know, yeah. uh, it. it, it, it it has changed. A lot of teams and championship teams, you know, have the two backs. Um, you know, in fact, Kansas City has the three backs, and it looks like Damian Williams now is is, is kind of looking like he's going to be on the outs, right? Yeah, I, I never thought that was a good move for him to sit out this year. You know, he sat out for COVID, but, you know, I, I thought he was out of his mind because that team could win another championship this year. You know, I don't know what, what his reasons were. I don't know if he's got underlying metal conditions that scared him. I don't know. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, he may have talked his way out of Kansas City. From almost from should have been the Super Bowl MVP last year. Yeah, because, uh, you know, they, they obviously have, uh, uh, you know, the, the rookie playing very, very well. And now, um, you, you know, they, they made the trade. Uh, so... And, and that seems to be, you know, running fairly smooth on there. So I, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, we'll see. I, I mean, I guess anything could change in a hurry. But, you know, the point I'm making is that uh, when well, it's always a risk, like you said, it's always a risk, you know, when you when you sit out a year, especially on a team that's that good. Um, and then, you know, then you have – they're making another run right now. They're they're really not missing a beat. Uh, so um, you know you you gotta kind of uh, look at how that that's gonna shape out. But um, you know the rookie. Uh, you know, uh, what, right yeah. The, uh, the the Ravens Pittsburgh game is moved to Wednesday now. I, I heard that in the afternoon now, right? I was gonna go over these games now. So the Ravens the Ravens game is gonna be Wednesday afternoon, correct? Uh, let's see. Wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to read it right now. Just got the scroll going on the NFL Network. It's Wednesday afternoon. You're saying now? They moved the, I, I Dallas, thought... the Dallas Raven game was moved also to like to like a to, to a different day too. I guess they, so. They give them more time off between games, like the following week. Which game? I don't know. Wait, the, which game? Did I guess you the Ravens say? are playing the Dallas. The, they moved that to Thursday also. I think maybe that's the Thursday day game or something. Let me see here. Hold on a second. Uh, I don't know. You're confusing me now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but, uh, check check this out. Yeah, check this out. And I, as I was saying, uh, with, the, with the running back situation now, and the reason why we bring this up is because DeAndre Washington, I believe we got him because Kansas City released him. So, uh, you know, with uh, the, yeah. the rookie they have there, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I guess, is uh, is doing, you know, fairly well. And then they made the trade, um, you know, with the Jets uh, to get uh, – what's the Jets running back? Um, Rich, what's the uh, the Jets what, running back they got? Kansas City got the Jets oh. running back who was – Oh, Bell. The ex-Steeler. Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Bell. Yeah, Bell. So with, uh, with, with, with uh, Edwards-Hilaire – and uh, with Le'Veon Bell, that's pretty solid. They they released DeAndre Washington, who played a pretty good game for us. Um, so you know that that seems to be like how they're doing it now, running back wise. You know, and we'll see because we're kind of in that same boat. Um, you know, as to where uh, our running game is going to go. But I think they're both the wide receiving and and running game is, is definitely a, a time to upgrade that. But I think that was always what they planned to do, depending on when this team started to to make a move. And and they're doing a lot better than a lot of people thought. They're a legitimate football team in the NFL right now, and they're on the upswing. Uh, so you can't have enough praise, you know, for for what uh, the Dolphins uh, have done. Uh, both Flores and Greer and, and, and that organization as far as, you know, getting this team uh, in, 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 you know, good condition. And I say it again, that the number one, the most important guy, uh, besides Jason Sanders, and I just want to point that out, Jason Sanders is phenomenal. He has become one of the best kickers in the NFL. This guy yeah, is probably I mean, the difference between two like wins. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you know they're not talking about him enough during you know throughout this league. I mean he's he's the best kicker in football right now, and no one's giving him credit for that. Well, I think they are. They're starting to to take note of it, uh, you know. And I think there's a good chance, you know, getting that spot in the Pro Bowl is very tough. Keep that in mind. But right now he's he's having the best season, um, and he's the difference between two wins on this team, maybe three this year. That's how important he is. But other than him, I would have to say Ryan Fitzpatrick is the biggest reason for this team being able to maintain and get to where the, the you know to to turn the corner to start to be you know a top team because um with the whole oh, two transaction yeah he, he Absolutely. really did and i would think at this stage of his career because i think he will get offers and be you know of starting but at this stage in his career he may want to just take the backup role 
and just, you know, let that ride out. It's to his team. Let him get in and, and play, and, and maybe, you know, you can't get a better backup if you can work something well, out but, there for the future. Well, think about it. If anybody's really going to go after him, it's going to be the same situation as he's in here. Which he might going to be a well, no, year no. if they grab somebody. You, know, you think, yeah. you think okay. anybody's going yeah, really to really get him to be the starter? No. You know, no, no, no. I thought you meant you? as far as... I thought you meant as far as the backup. No, I think there'll be st- you know there'll be some really lousy teams that he could start on, but he, it's not a great situation, and he probably you know. But I don't think a really lousy better. teams going to go in that direction. You think they're going to go in that direction? Well, uh, obviously, like teams like Jacksonville and that, you know, are going to get high picks. So it might be the same yeah. kind of situation, like you said, where they'd want him to be the starter until right. the guy is ready and or something very – Jacksonville is still paying like five guys to do one job. So I'm sure they have another backup from there already, right? So I don't yeah, think no doubt about it. There. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Rich, take a look, check and see where uh, what games are coming up uh, tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, and, and, and we'll come right back after this. Maybe you give us some insight on that. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you. Uh, just a reminder, you can catch all our episodes right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store, and uh, you can get our uh, current and past shows delivered right on your phone each week. And uh, just go to Pacatello Show right there. You can send us any questions or comments, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. So, uh, Rich, the Miami Dolphins now, um, 7-4, and four, and uh putting themselves in a really nice position as they they have the sixth spot now in the uh the playoff structure as it is which could change um and uh the the one thing i thought about is now denver uh three quarterbacks out i, I mean was ridiculous like that game shouldn't have went playing, on i, I think it's, guy hasn't played quarterback since high school the point that was a disgrace. Uh, I, wanted to, oh, I, I got a couple questions for you on that. First off, I didn't talk to you before that game. Something like that, is that even on the board in Vegas? They have to pull that, right? You know, I didn't look to see what America's line was on that. But yeah, you would think so. 
I don't know how. I mean, playing the playing the Saints there, you know, it was the blowout yeah. that you expect. I mean, I was thinking, yeah. how could that game, you know, be allowed to go? And then the second thought I have is, why couldn't we have that opportunity last week when we played them? <laughs> it's <laughs> no, I know. unbelievable. I mean, Drew Luck looked like Drew Brees for crying out loud, you know, <laughs> against us last insane. week. And now you, you want have. The uh, yes, I do want the rundowns. Go ahead, pal. Okay, so the Steelers Ravens game scheduled for tomorrow was rescheduled to Wednesday at 3.40 p.m. Now, Washington was moved from Sunday to Monday of next week, but they're playing at 5 p.m., Washington-Pittsburgh. Okay? Wait, so Washington, Washington's then, playing – wait, Washington's playing when? Washington-Pittsburgh is playing next Monday night. So Steelers was are playing Wednesday and Monday. No, so it wasn't supposed, supposed to, be, to be a Monday night game? No. no uh-uh. and, it's nope, a, and they're playing at 5 p.m. So tonight. It was 5 p.m. Monday. Yeah, 5 p.m. Monday. Okay, so, so 3.40 Wednesday consistent. and 5.40 and 5 o'clock. 5, 5 o'clock on, on Monday. And now wow. the Dallas Ravens game that was scheduled for Sunday, I'm sorry, it was scheduled for Thursday. They were supposed to play Thursday this week, so I guess you can't play Wednesday and Thursday. Is moved to next Tuesday. Next <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, so I guess the Ravens were playing next. We're playing Thursday, so obviously you right. can't play Wednesday or Thursday. So they moved that game to Tuesday of next week. Wow. And then okay. our game was moved from Sunday, the twenty seventh of December, to Saturday night, the twenty sixth. Okay, which was always an option. So we're definitely doing the Saturday night now, the 26th? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't love that. I mean, and obviously it's, it's you know. Well, well they want to give to us see, a prime time game because we're playing well. That's why, you know. It, and they're don't, not going to flex out. That's the Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. That's the Raiders in Las Vegas. And they're not going to flex. The Chiefs game could have been flexed to Sunday night. But um, NBC doesn't want to do it because that's their highlight game of the weekend or something like that. Nance and Romo are doing it. So that's staying on a Sunday. I don't love it. Uh, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out. I guess it doesn't really matter, but, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see how it all goes. That's going to be a very important game, obviously. Okay, so yeah. tonight, uh, I should say tonight's Monday night game is uh, Seattle-Philly. That's taking place very shortly. Um, there's no other Monday night game now tonight. No. no. Correct? There's also no yeah, game no, now no. tomorrow. No. Correct? There's no Steelers, game. Ravens tomorrow. There's nothing tomorrow. No. Okay. So Wednesday now will be the Steelers game. At 5 And then thir- yeah, at three, at Thursday we'll have its – and Thursday we'll have anything? Because you said Dallas and the Ravens were playing, right? Yeah, maybe it's probably nothing Thursday because that was the original Dallas-Ravens game. So I guess there's nothing Thursday. They're not going to move anybody which else is, into there. Which is really strange because they knew the Ravens were playing Thursday. That, ha- that Obviously they weren't going to play there when they were even on Tuesday they were playing. Yeah, even if they were playing tomorrow, how are you going to play again in two days? You know? Yeah, they're not. So that's just strange. I guess they I guess they didn't announce it yet because they don't know what the hell is going on in case they just skip this one they were going to play then, you know? I guess there was still right. an option to skip this game. So that's why they weren't canceling it yet. But they didn't even mention that one yet. They just mentioned that it was no. changed. You know, it was changed from Thursday that's, to Tuesday. They didn't mention about anything, you know. So that's yeah, so I guess there's no there's no Thursday night game this week. You're correct. Hmm. That's weird. That's weird. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just uh, par for the course of what's going on here. And uh, I do yeah. have some updated COVID uh, information. Remember we were talking about the, the protocol yeah. and all that? I have How some updated stuff. Yeah, well, uh, and I know this stuff changes a lot, but here's what I, what's going on right now. If if a player has a positive result with no symptoms, he needs to wait 10 days 
and after 10 days have passed, he can return to activities or he has to test negative twice, at least 24 hours apart. So I think that's where that other weirdness is coming in. So basically, if you, you, you have no symptoms, you need two negative tests 24 hours apart or 10 days. Then uh, if a player has a positive test and you have symptoms, has to wait at least 10 days from the time the symptoms appeared and at least 24 hours since he had last experienced the symptoms to get tested and, you know, do all that stuff. So that seems to be, you know, how they're doing it. That's weird. Yeah. Well, really, there's only been like, right, there's only like two guys that really have been sick from this, right, after they've been tested positive? Am I correct with that? There's one guy that developed some kind of heart condition. Um, well, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, there's no, like, like you're saying, like, even like the, like, uh, I think there's only one guy that even required hospitalization, you know? Well, what about, what about like, uh, with the, the, the players that were in the off season and, and stuff like that, they weren't sick at all. Like Denver no, and all that? I, no, I think they just they were just medicated at home and stuff. I I don't really remember anybody going to the hospital except for this one guy had he must have had some underlying heart condition and he's really getting you know he's really weak. What and, do you mean by sick though, Rich? You know? Like what do you mean by sick? I mean like you're talking well, really you're sick or just treated? That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean oh, I like don't that think any of these sick. guys have been in the hospital. Yeah, right. You know where they're but, like but, actually in the hospital. You know. I think a lot of them are, you know, a lot of these tests seem to be false positives or they're they're asymptomatic or they don't have any symptoms, you know? Okay, so um, we kind of had some phone issues. So I don't know, we might have lost Rich. So, Rich, what, what you're saying is uh, basically uh, people that were in the hospital or something, uh, there's a couple people that have actually had that problem in the NFL? Yeah, no, there's one guy, I'm trying, trying to think what team he's on, and he hasn't been back. I don't know if it's Jacksonville, but he's got some okay. underlying heart condition that was very was affected very badly from it, you know? I don't really? think he's, like, oh, in wow. danger anymore, but I think he's got – got chronic fatigue now or something like that where he can't come back oh okay i didn't know that you know but i don't think there's anybody that my point is i don't think there's anybody that like like went to the hospital had to stay two weeks got cured Mm -hmm. came back that way i think these guys that have been out have either been asymptomatic or they or they've been you know they just were false positives well no i think there's probably a lot more guys that have better that that I've had sickness from it, but probably, you know, not to the yeah, degree but I don't mean, of hospitalization. Not hospitalization. They may have gotten like, yeah, they felt like they had the flu maybe, you know, for a couple right. of days, but I don't think it's been anything, you know, bad. That's my point. I guess it depends on your level of bad, but yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Wilkins missed what, three games? So yeah. he probably wasn't feeling so great. You know, he was probably said, pretty I, I, sick. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know either, but yeah, uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying on that. I I mean, I would think the way this is heading, I I really think you got to be shooting for a bubble type atmosphere when you get to the playoffs. You can't have a playoff game with three starting quarterbacks out. No. No. I mean, you just can't do it. And there's no reason to you, you can Did you hear I, what I happened that game to the 49ers? Well, yeah, they're 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 playing probably now in Arizona. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but did you see how they found out about it? No, they found their out in front of the players looking at their phones, and they didn't even have the decency. This town council didn't even have the decency to call them to tell them what the story was. You're talking about an NFL team that puts millions of dollars into your community, and you just make this, you just come up with this thing that they can't play or practice, and you don't even tell them about it. Yeah, Man, this world's nuts. They gave him a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're they sure kidding did. me. You know, they're on a plane to the Rams, and they find out that they can't go back and practice at their home facility. 
for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is a terrible job. Terrible. That's why I say, like, you know, I mean, I, I really – I think you have to. Uh, if you get through the season, there's room to play. There's no reason why that Denver game should have been played like that. It's almost like they were trying to make a statement. With, with, you, with, with, with the availability of playing during the week now, there's no reason they couldn't have rescheduled that Denver well, game. Why are they? To, uh, why are they saying like they're acting like almost like the quarterbacks did something wrong? Right, that's like what I mean. It seems like a punishment. Because now that yeah. yeah, it seems like because it seems like now that like that Vic Fagulio, whoever his name is, is like saying that he's not ruling out punishment for those guys. So something must have went down that we don't know. About. Yeah, I think it did, and what I think happened is the NFL set an example with them. But I, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, there's too much at stake for that example because they're a team that, albeit certainly not great, uh, has an outside chance, you know, uh, of 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 playoffs. Yeah, I, I think mean, the problem is they didn't. I don't think either one of those teams had buys left. I don't think to reschedule right, right. is like virtually impossible. You know, right? I which I understand. I mean, that, that they're, they're, is, yeah, right. They're at four and seven right now. So that loss, yep. they could have been at five and six, which certainly puts you in in the playoff picture. And my point is, now that they're allowing teams to play during the week, I would have thought they would have been able to move one of their games, say maybe to you know uh, 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 Thursday, and maybe one of their games to a Tuesday, or somehow finagle that to allow that game to get in there. Rather than playing on the Sunday, maybe it opens up a little bit more. But I don't think they were willing to do that because I think they were looking to punish them, you yeah. know? Yeah, it almost looks that way. So, yeah. It looks like yeah. they definitely were out to get them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I've actually heard them make almost make statements to that effect. Like they weren't even hiding it. <laughs> like making statements saying, like, they're going to be punished for it. You know? So... Uh, it, it's, a, it's a strange thing. Um, you know, another thing I'm thinking, and you know, I'm going to talk about but Steelers are double digits now. They're 10-0, so I'm going to talk about it. It is what it is. And the fact that they're now playing a dilapidated Ravens team uh, really aggravates me, too, because now Lamar Jackson's out, and I don't think he'll be healthy to play. So it looks like RG3 will probably play in that game, yep. right, which yep. is going to be which – is, which is taking place – this Wednesday in the afternoon, right? Correct. And then we're going to have the yep. and then we'll have the Steelers play Washington the following Monday, Monday. Monday at five o'clock. So yeah, yeah, I'm not loving this thing. They play a couple more teams. Unfortunately, one of them's Buffalo. So uh, you know, with the playoff picture, that puts us in a difficult spot there as well. You know, um, so yep. it's just what a strange, strange year. I mean, you know, oh, that goes without it, saying. It keeps but... getting more wacky as it goes on. And look how bad the Colts looked yesterday. Now, when we come back in our last segment, we're going to go over all the, the playoff ramifications and everything, but that kind of has now surfaced itself to where that's Tennessee's division. And Tennessee is back on track, and they're back on track in a big yep. way. And uh, Derrick Henry is one of the, the main reasons for that. But it should also be said, how about the year Ryan Tannehill is having? He's like the oh, second-rated passer. He's, uh, he's uh, playing unbelievable. I mean, uh, there's there's a lot well, of guys having really kid. big we years. We always knew he was good. We always knew he was good. And we, and we almost ruined this guy's career. You know, yeah. we're on the verge of ruining this guy's career. I mean, this you kid know, is pro ball bound. He's yeah. pro ball bound. He really is. Even though te- guys well, are having really you know, good years. Know, this... Did you hear what the pro ball is going to be this year, by the way? No, no. <laughs> They're going to do it virtually and play Madden. <laughs> That's not true, though. That's not I'm true. I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. I, I heard that as a joke. That's not true. That's not really what's going to happen. That's what they're doing. Yeah. What do you mean? So they're going to vote these guys, and then who's going to play yeah, Madden? Yeah, they play Madden on, on – yeah, yes, I, yes, sir. That's true. That's absolutely ridiculous. But here's the thing, though. I, the reason why I'm not going crazy about it is because I can't stand the Pro Bowl, and neither do you, and we've both said that it should just be a nomination award show. 
Uh, you know, maybe they should just name the Pro Bowlers, and that's it. They don't need to play the game. But that it's such. A, but that's it's so stupid. First of all, the fact that the two best teams in the Super Bowl can't even have representation there anymore because that, that's they have a little to play bit asinine. No that, sense whatsoever. Yeah, but that the Madden thing is asinine. That's that's just asinine. All right, final break. We'll come back after this. We're going to go around the league and look where the Dolphins stand playoff wise. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by AJ Dewey at the 10 to 5. He scores! Hey, this is AJ Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. comments or whatnot, Pacatello Show at Yahoo.com, and be sure to check us out on iTunes. Uh, Rich, a couple things. First, uh, when you beat the Dolphins, beat the Jets, right, uh, first name that pops up, it's got to be A.J. Dewey, right? So it's just so nice to hear that, right? just brings, like, you know, yes. the members, yep. you know, like a, the, the, the sweep, the, the, the yearly sweep of the Jets, it's just something special. It just really is. There's no and, uh, oh, yeah, we don't get it much. We just can't get a much. You, know? you brought up a great yeah. point. Great point. Uh, this face mask, if anything, has saved this Adam Gase because it just gives him oh, a God. layer of protection yeah. that, yeah. yeah you don't get to see the dopey looks on his face, you know? No. As, as, he's um, reading, as he's reading his notes with three seconds left in the game, he's got. Now, uh, he said he's not worried the, about uh, his job. Well. Yeah, because he's going to get paid next year for doing nothing. That's why he's not worried. Wow, wow, right? Right? I'll tell you, these guys, they get golden parachutes. It's unbelievable. Um, Xavier Howard, uh, of note, had another interception, Rich. Leads the league in interceptions. 19th interception since 2017. Most in the NFL. This guy has stepped up his game. He has certainly uh, become that top corner um, in the league, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this guy is, is yeah. he's, a, he's a ball hog. He really is. Um, Dolphins that's go out when there. Two, that's when you have two quarterbacks, you don't draft a third one in the first round, but, you know, it's just me. Yeah. I've been keeping an eye on situation. I've been keeping an eye on Iggy, you know, and he, you know, he really hasn't been a major factor at all in these games well, now that Byron Jones really is easy. back, so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how you know. We'll see how this develops. You know, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll continue on this and, and see where the Iggy draft pick falls uh, in the future. Um, Dolphins now Looks play like the Bengals. The Burrowless Bengals. They play them, and we said last week it's a game they have to win because their schedule gets tougher and tougher. Just 
Yep. To give you a quick rundown now of what they face after this Bengals game. Okay, they're going to play the Bengals. Then they got the Chiefs at home. Then they got the New England Patriots, who continue to win and get on track now, which really aggravates me. And I tried to explain this to you guys. Then you got the Raiders, and then you got the Bills. So there's four teams that you're vying for playoff spots, and there's no break in those last four games. I mean, you can't get much harder than that in this league right now. Well, no, playing the, last game the, of the, the last game of the year is, you know, at Buffalo. You know, that, could, that could have, that could be the whole bread and butter. That could be win the division or be out of the playoffs. Seriously, sure could. And, you, and know? you know what that weather, yeah. you know, looks like. Now, right well, we now, play, we play so well up there too. Yeah. <laughs> right now, the Dolphins are the sixth seed. They've moved up to the sixth seed. So let's start in the AFC. The Steelers, first place in the AFC North. Right now, they're the number one seed. They would have a bye if nothing changed at this point. Uh, they're 10 and 0. The Ravens are six and four, so it's getting very close. You can certainly say if the Ravens don't win this game on Wednesday, that the Steelers they're in a lot of trouble. and the, the Steelers, Steelers hands down take that division. Yeah. So yeah. you know that that's, they're not catching them as it is now. You know if they win. No, I don't. I don't believe so. No. Now the Chiefs, 10 and one. Off their big win uh, over Brady and the Buccaneers, so they their first place in their division. Now the Tennessee Titans we were talking about they go to eight and three now. They beat the Colts. Colts go down to seven and four. But to me, the Tennessee Titans look like they have now got it back together. And the way that that team's built, I I like that team to win the division, and I think they're going to be a very tough team to beat in the playoffs, especially if Henry stays healthy, because Derrick Henry has shown that he really is the best back in football. And the only thing that comes down to Derrick Henry to me at this point is whether or not he's fresh enough and stays healthy enough, because when he's on, I mean, uh, it's almost Zonka-like. Guys just, they don't want to tackle him. You can see them taking weird angles to avoid him. I know, because it's got to hurt. Every time you catch yeah. this guy, it's going to hurt. You know? yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. nothing to do with that. So. Yeah. Now, the Buffalo Bills lead the AFC East, and they're 8-3, and three, Dolphins 7-4. and four. What I don't like is those remaining four games in the Dolphins' schedule. It will really show what they're made of. If I have to, you know, pick out two, you know, you got to kind of – Look to beat the Raiders, and you got to look to beat the Bills, and you know you should you'd be okay. Uh, New England, I don't like it. I don't like the fact that this team's still around, and Belichick's got them playing good football again. Uh, you know he's a great coach. There's no denying that, and you know this team was halfway dead, and now you know they're still around, and it just bothers me. It bothers me especially because they're five and six now. And, you know, they're, they're a team that you just don't want to play down the stretch because you know they're going to be looking to upset the Dolphins here, you know. But uh, well, Of course. So that's your we division winners. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, if you can't yeah, beat your division, you're not going to make the playoffs. That's the way it goes. I, mean, I understand you know? it, but they've beaten the teams yeah. in their division. You're not going to beat them all every Sunday. And the point I'm making well, is, like, this team lost, should be done. We only we were two and two in the division. We beat the Jets twice, and we lost to the other two. So you have to beat the teams in your division. That's how it goes. You know, if you, yeah. you have a losing record in your division, you're not going to make the playoffs. And not usually. That's what it I mean, it, it has happened. But um, now the Cleveland they, Browns. If we, if we have a losing record, you think we're going to make the playoffs? Um. Well, the Browns right we now. Lose those, if we lose those two games. We're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. You're not going to make the playoffs if you lose both of those games at this point. Yeah, no um, The Cleveland Browns are eight and three. And you see, uh, uh, you see yesterday. Yeah, yes and no. What did I miss? Eight receptions, 143 yards. Right. Right, but what you still think uh, you would still like to have Jarvis Landry on this team? Hell yeah. So you don't think Jarvis Landry? Yeah, no, I know we desperately need a slot receiver, but I'm saying like right now you're you're not afraid of you're not afraid of uh of the um the you know the the headaches of of a Jarvis Landry. 
he's not as bad as Beckham. And I think, I, I think part of his problem was, was Gaze. I think Gaze made him worse. Yeah. Because yeah. he wouldn't listen to the guy. You know, he goes, yeah. what do you keep doing this for me? What's with all the bubble screens? You know, I, you know, yeah. he was getting the guy killed. You know, so they didn't get along, and I don't think he was used correctly. Yeah. And, you know, you no, know I like Jarvis I Landry. I think it was a huge mistake. You know, how, you know how long it takes to draft a guy like that? I mean, it's you hit, you hit pay dirt with a guy like that, and then you just let him walk for nothing. I, I hated that. I still do. You know, but you, you know, Rich. There's a lot of a lot of Tannenbaum guys that you 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 think are stars that you know he drafted. But so I mean, these are all Tannenbaum guys. guys. He's not a Landry's not a Tannenbaum guy. Well, who's a Hickey him? guy, buddy? Hickey. Well, there's a there's an awful lot of them that that are, are uh, you know that we've let go that are still stars from from the Tannenbaum era that they didn't handle properly too. Who? Well, if you go back to all those drafts, right? Let's go back to the Dolphin drafts, okay? If you look back, uh, say uh, when did when did Tannenbaum come in? The year after the Landry draft. The Landry the Landry draft is when we got Pouncey Landry. You know, it was like loaded with guys, and it, and then they brought in Tannenbaum as the supervisor of the the crap. They didn't really have a name for him. That's when he drafted. That's when they took Sue and they drafted uh, that stiff. That's a Jacob, whatever his name is. That other defensive tackle they drafted like in the second round. That ended up with Buffalo. Now he's somewhere else now. Phillips, Jordan Phillips. Right. Okay. So if you have uh, so Devontae Parker, right? Yeah. That would be Tannenbaum. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Grant. Tannenbaum? Yeah, that was a rookie. That was a free agent signing, though. Grant? Yeah. No, Grant was Grant drafted. drafted. Yes, you he sure was. Yeah, pretty highly, a, too. Uh, a drafted free agent. Yeah? No, we drafted Grant. We drafted him pretty high, too. Okay, probably like, yeah. like, well, probably like fifth or sixth round, I think. And then, like, Kenyon Drake. You're always bitching about Kenyon Drake getting away. That's a Tannenbaum guy. Xavier Howard, that's a Tannenbaum guy. Laramie Tunsil, Tunsil you maybe didn't like, but you still got a first-round pick for him, right? Two first-round picks. Yeah. Yeah, Minka Minka was? Minka was or was it? I didn't like the – I never liked the Tunsil pick. I thought that was – you know, he fell down. No, but I'm saying, but you got got two first-round picks for him. first-round picks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Is Minka Fitzpatrick, is he a Tannenbaum guy? Yeah, I that think he last is. Draft, right? Yeah. 18, it didn't work and out so for us. And Gasecki too, right? Yep. Well, it did work out for us, though, because you still traded him. You still got the high value Yeah, we for traded him, right? and we got Iki. You got Iki, but Iki, big deal. Well, you got a lower guy. Yeah. <laughs> right, but, but my point is, Rich, you got a lower but guy, but you, you, you drafted him, though. You know? Yeah. That, you know, that's my point with that. that you thrilled with that? that trade? You thrilled with that trade? No, but you. What do you mean? Thrilled with it in what sense? We traded, we traded him for a first round pick. We took the same position, and the guy is not as good. Oh, I know, but that's not. But that's not on the ten of the draft I'm talking about. The Dolphins now yeah, are the man. ones who decided to trade him, and I like making Fitzpatrick. You know, I liked him, and I think if you used him properly. You know, especially on this team, I'd rather have him now playing safety on this team. They were using him to get rid of Jones. Do you realize that? Yeah, yeah, I do. So they took another football guy, ran him out of the league, and then they traded the guy to ran him out of the league. You want Bobby McCain? He's all right. I mean, I'm talking about over Minka. But you know. Mickey wasn't fitting in here, dude. He hated. He wasn't playing. The way they were using him, he wasn't. Of course, they were using him ridiculous. He he had an attitude. Also, he wasn't. He didn't give a shit. He wasn't playing. You know, he he really forced their hand. I know. How is Jarvis Landry doing? How is Jarvis Landry doing? How is he doing? I know you said he had a big game. I mean, yeah, he's doing very well. Yeah. 
He's having a good let's year. Let's see what he's. Let's see what his numbers are. So, um, you know, yeah, we we do need that. Fifty-eight hundred yards. Yeah. That was a huge mistake, Ed. Right ahead. He's got six hundred yards and one touchdown on the year. He had a touchdown yesterday, so he has two, I guess. Showing him playing eleven but, games. How many games did they play? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess yesterday was week twelve, right? Did they have their bye yet? I don't know. I don't know. That was his only touchdown uh, yesterday. Cleveland's eight and three. No, that's that's it. That's his only touchdown. Yeah. They're eight and three. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, I, besides the point, yeah, I like Landry, and I, I think that is a missing spot. You know what's funny, Rich? Not only do I think that's a missing spot, I think. That's the reason why Brady – I was thinking about it. That's why Tom Brady's struggling so much. Because think about it. Who is he missing? He doesn't have an Edelman. He doesn't have Edelman, and he doesn't have un-Edelman. And who did he have before that? He had Wes Welker, Welker. and that was his guy. And before that, he had had Danny Amendola, who was like the poor man's Wes Welker before Edelman. So he doesn't have that there. And that's where I would assume Antonio Brown's got to fill in. He is that kind of receiver. It's just not working right now. But that's what he's missing there, you know? But, yeah, uh, I think so, the yeah. Antonio Brown thing, it looks like it's a big mistake, too. Why? Why do you say that? I don't think he's performing, and I think he's hurting. I think he's making the other guys mad that he's even in the game. Well, you've seen you him know? wide open, right? You've seen Brady. He was wide yeah. open. Brady missed him twice. Yep. That's the big talk this week, right? He was wide open, and Brady didn't like didn't see him or what. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if that does work out or not. I think it's still up in the air right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – so playoff-wise now, so the, the Browns, which we went on a little bit of a tangent here, but the Browns uh, fifth off and sixth, and that Colts still stay in that seventh spot. Keep in mind, Rich, they're really talking about the possibility of adding an eighth team. Yeah, if they cancel some games at the end of the year, that's yeah, that would be really to do that. Now, Rich, um, let me just before we end here, I did get some tie-breaking information that the Dolphins why they're there right now because a lot of teams are tied okay. with them. Um, they're two and two, like you said, in their own division. Not great, but they're four and three in conference play, and they own the tiebreaker now over the Colts, based on the best conference game win percentage. So right now we have the best conference game win percentage. But here I'm going to throw the wrench in. Kansas City Chiefs, Raiders, two huge yeah. games, and Bengals. Sure. So, you you know, it's going to really come down to what we do in the last four of the season. Let's say they go 2-2 two and two in those last four and beat the Bengals. 3-2 and two takes you to 10-6. and six. That's enough to get in. But it's not easy to do. It's going to be tough. And you made a point. That's for sure. And you made a comment, not unless they had that extra spot. You made a comment. That if they lost these two, they wouldn't make the playoffs. Well, if they would, they've they, won if one if of them. If nine, yeah, but if nine would do it, but they would eliminate week week eight, week seventeen would be eliminated. You know, the seventeenth game. So nine would be like ten. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how they would do that though, because it, you could lose a game to another team. So they would just it's it's your further opponent. You're saying. That's yeah, what would happen. Saying, it would definitely be that opponent. If they eliminate the last week of the season. Well, and that's what they would do. So if yeah. you if you have a team that's like really stricken, they would just you have to play that game before the other game. They don't skip the game. Right. So they they're talking okay. about like maybe ace in the last week of the season and expand it. Well, playoffs. that would certainly hurt you division wise. Then yeah, that would kill you yep. division wise. Hundred so, percent. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well. It's uh, certainly an uh, interesting talk, you know, to see uh, where it all falls. And, and you know, it, it's getting pretty exciting. So we'll know more next week. Dolphins on to the Bengals. And uh, right now we'll just take the the six spot, seven and four is what it is. That's our show, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hopefully the Dolphins can take care of the Bengals and we'll continue on this trend. Thanks for joining us.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power off Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks And I told her what I decided to do She looked out the window alone Nothing to say a thing. 